Hours to Protect. Brought to you by Live95, the IBI, and funded by Commission Naman with a television license fee. Check out hours to protect.ie for more info. Recognize this sound? the sound of a common household aerosol. Many homes have a good supply of these, either as deodorants, furniture polish or air fresheners. Once upon a time, these aerosols contained chemicals called CFCs, which posed a deadly threat to the environment because of the damage they caused to the protective ozone layer in our atmosphere. Back in the 1980s, the hole in the ozone layer was the number one environmental concern for many people. But not so much today, as we asked some people on the streets of Limerick. Well, the ozone layer is uh, kind of bad here now, with the pollution and all that, you know. But they are doing a lot for it, like, here. Because at the moment, I think they've banned the CFCs, haven't they, largely. So that's, I don't think it's be an immediate problem anyway. There's, there's other things to worry about more than the ozone layer. MEP Grace O'Sullivan explains the background of how the hole in the ozone layer developed and how legislators tackles the problem. So ozone depleting substances are these chemicals that um, we uh, use um, that go into the atmosphere and that uh, cause damage to the ozone layer and we uh, know that in 1980 um, in the 1980s that there was a hole discovered in the ozone layer above Antarctica and interestingly enough I was actually there on a Greenpeace campaign at that time so I remember it extremely well and these um, ozone depleting chemicals we were coming from things like underarm deodorants from fridges uh, from a lot of products that uh, we were using throughout the world and what happened was uh, when the hole was discovered and the fact that the if with this hole um, that uh, there would be ultraviolet rays coming down uh, um, onto the earth that it again would it be a, a, an existential threat for humans it would cause untold damage so what happened was there was massive campaigning when that whole ozone hole was discovered and uh, the industry was put under enormous press pressure so those who were producing the CFCs the chlorofluorocarbons um, and other types of chemicals that were causing the damage to the ozone and international pressure came on so fast and so strong that um, that uh, government uh, that the industry was stopped producing and moreover the Montreal Protocol so a international agreement was reached to say that there had to be a phase out and ban of those chemicals in a very very short time frame that happened that was back in the 1980s and now in uh, 2023 we know that the ozone layer above Antarctica is actually knitting itself back together and healing. The lessons we've learned from how legislators addressed the hole in the ozone layer have taught us that damage can be reversed if strong and decisive action is taken. That bodes well for the future but as the Green Party MEP says this is no time for complacency. For me, it's a great sign of hope when we see collective action internationally, when we see industry industry recognising the damage of some of their products um, uh, and then there's immediate action. That's what we have to do now for climate change. It can be done, but there has to be 
no more backsliding, no more excuses. So what we're seeing at the moment is we're hearing excuses, um, you know, from COVID to, to Brexit to the war in Ukraine. Every excuse under this sun has been used uh, to actually stop the progress. So the Green Deal flagship of this European mandate and and we see parties backsliding and asking for a moratorium on green legislation. That will be catastrophic for humans in terms of global warming, climate change. We know... And while it's good news that the damage to the ozone layer identified in the 1980s has largely been repaired, Grace says we can't expect that this will happen again in the future. We know now more than ever that the um, that there are tipping points and that if we uh, go beyond uh, certain points that the ability of the biosphere, of the atmosphere to recover itself will be... Um, uh, diminished and decreased. Therefore, we have to make sure that everything, every step we take back in 1986, the Montreal Protocol, to uh, to actually make sure that there was a stop on the production of, of these CFCs, chlorofluorocarbons and other damaging ozone chemicals. We have to make sure that the pressure stays on the interest industry so they don't uh, uh, um, come up with the next Uh, family of uh, chemicals that are going to damage the environmental detrimentally. MEP Grace O'Sullivan. For more information and tips on how you can do your bit for the environment, go to the Live95 website and click on the Hours to Protect logo. Hours to Protect is funded by Commission Naman with the television licence fee and is a partnership between Live95 and the IBI. Check out hourstoprotect.ie for more info.